Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. Here's your host, Regan Wilson. Hey, everybody. You are listening to the TW3 podcast. This is episode 538. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard that, but that was a very clean intro. You pressed all the buttons right on time. Hey, I'm in it to win it. And it was perfect. I've been dealing with this engineering equipment over here. And preci- precision is my name. Yeah. So what you would say is your practice now. <laughs> I'm rehearsed it's, in the art good. of precision. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, uh, today we're going to be talking about creating content. You know, we've got a bunch of, we've got a nice article here, 29 ideas for creating content. So we've got a, a whole list here that we're going to be covering today. Um, did you did you create this article or is this no? I actually you? got this off of um, Hootsuite. Hootsuite. Hootsuite is one of those distribution uh, companies that allow you to post to it, and then it distributes to all the various channels that you might have. Okay, they're a little bit pricey, but I used to use them before we had our own app. Now we have basically a Hootsuite replacement in the TW3 app. But I still go back uh, to them quite a bit because they have great content because they're in the content business. They're teaching people how to uh, publish, you know, content to their various channels. And it's a basically a tool so that you don't have to go to Facebook then LinkedIn then Twitter, then, you know, Instagram and then your blog and then your newsletter. And, you know, Mm. it the software will repurpose as far as resize Mm -hmm. and do all the things that needs to be done to put it on those various platforms. And so it, it it served our purposes for many, many years. So I Mm. still give them a shout out. So if you don't have the TW3 app and you're looking for just that, yeah, that's a, that's a great resource. I've heard it said, uh, by the content wizards or experts out there, but content is King. Yes. Um, It does seem like most small businesses though, the challenge that they face is creating it or the ideas or, you know, what do I put out there? What's the best foot forward for my business? You know, I'm, I'm only, I'm only doing this, so, you know, how do I introduce Yeah, to I mean, crowd? you go to culinary school to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. You go to real estate school to learn the art of real estate and how to sell it and present it and buy it and all that. I mean, so it, it stands the reason that business professionals, uh, they know their craft. They know their business. That's why they're in that business. But creating content around it is a whole new mm. um, thing. Yeah. And so I think we in the online space, I know I do, take for granted what we're doing right here. Right. Yeah. Which is talking about our business and our products and services. Uh, and for the average person that doesn't do this quite often or, or just getting into it, it can be very daunting. Right. And I know in the past, you know, we've we've talked about, I guess, the grunt work of content creation, which is the AI software that we yes. use. Um because you can get that to you know write your articles for you. You can get that to, I haven't even seen it now, where they can create videos for you. Yes. You can just program the scripts and it'll read it out for you. Yeah. Um, but the thing that it doesn't do is it doesn't give you the idea or what yeah. your audience is going to engage with or what's going to you know stick, that, that type of thing. Exactly. I mean, it, it can it can do all of the... the grunt work. Grunt work. Yeah. But the seed, the idea, right? You still have to come up with, yeah. And I, you know, 
as versed as I am in creating content, I mean, I'm a talker, I'm a podcaster. I give me an audience and a mic and I'll go, sure. but still it is a, it's a task. Yeah. Even if you're good at it, coming up with different things and different perspectives and angles and, and the challenge for me, and I'm not saying I've met it yet, mm-hmm. I, to be honest with you, I think this is where I'm weak and I'm tr- really trying to work on this is how do I keep creating content without feeling like I'm just repeating myself all the time, mm. you know, cause you know, you, if you start boring yourself, it stands to reason you're boring, <laughs> other, people. boring other people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, there has, and this is the thing that, you know, pastors face a lot. I know because we all preach from the same book and there's about five or six tenets that is just, you got to hit. Mm-hmm. And how do you constantly repeat those five or six different tenets in a new, fresh way that's engaging? That's uh, you know we're because human beings are uh, not intentionally, but it's just the way we're designed. We want to say, "Oh, I know what that's about," and then check out. Yep. You know, yeah. and, and you as the content creator are trying to trick the listener's brain into staying engaged. Yeah. You know, because while you might know a subject, and you know this as well as I do, how many mm-hmm. times have you listened to a song a hundred different times, and then for the first time you, you hear, hear the f- you hear a flute or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. so there's always you yeah. know, uh, neuroscience teaches us there's what two million bits of information that's hitting us all at one time, mm-hmm. and so and we can't cognitively think of but maybe five or six at the same time, so our brains aren't aren't yeah. made to absorb all of the information. And so right. it's not that repeating content is bad. Mm-hmm. It's repeating content the same way is 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 the challenge to, that I'm having to try to figure out. Yeah, yeah. And especially with this type of, um, you know, in, in this field and, and kind of like what you're saying, it, it's the creative ways you have to deliver a lot of times the same message. Yes. And, and if you break down what the core message is, I guess your business is, you know, you wrote a book on it, but you're worth more. Yep. You can go out and get what you're worth. Yep. Um, and now you've presented a bunch of different ways that you can do that. A and lot here's of, the tools on how to do it. Here's the tools. You know, here's the mindset that I adopt. Here's the different ways that you could do it. Even if it's not in this field, you could take my ideas or my, at least my tools and my principles and you could apply it in this field. Um, but today you, you've done a really cool thing, which is we've got a full list here. Uh, yeah. 29 different ideas. If you want to go ahead and start with the first one, I guess we can. So create a daily, weekly or monthly series. Now that's very helpful, uh, and I used to do this in business. I don't do it as much in business as I do as in the church world. Mm-hmm. But you know, for instance, this is the month of October. We could, and there's a big thing. And I think it was. I don't know if it was started by Joe Rogan. I don't know who started the whole sober in October <laughs> thing. Yeah. But that's like a whole. That's a theme. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I guarantee you for the next month, <coughs> all you're going to hear on his podcast, you know, till, I mean, not the only thing, but it's the only thing you're going to hear, <laughs> no, uh, not the only thing, but that's going to be a recurring theme with a lot of the people that are, are, are participating with him in that. Yeah. And so just having that theme has already created a series mm-hmm. uh, of things to talk about, respond to joke about, share experiences with. 
So to that extent, it, that's a huge. He did a thing which was smart in the fact that like no shave November is a thing already. So yeah. October, uh, those were already things. But then he applied it to you know his his thing, his world, his podcast, and then he puts in how he relates and stuff. And so he took a thing that like everybody kind of already knows about, but then he goes, "This is how it applies to me." Yeah, yeah. it's it's cool. You, and and there's a lot of different ways that everybody could do that if you're running a show. You know, if you've got your own YouTube channel, different things like that. Yeah. And and I do it in the church. Like I spoke last week and I did the the nine uh, ways to nine different ways to find happiness. Mm. And all I was was taking the, the Beatitudes, and, but breaking it down in a very, very practical way. Mm. Uh, and but that was just like a, a big message. And then the breakout breakout session of it is the various classes the following week to do a deep dive into what does it mean to be truly sincere mm. and to always tell the truth to yourself and to others. You know, just that concept. Everybody think here, that's a perfect example of, if I tell you, always tell the truth. Mm. Well, on the surface, yeah, okay, I got it, I know. Right. But I start pressing you, but do you always tell yourself, what do you say about this? And I start prodding. Mm -hmm. Are so, you telling yourself the truth? Yeah, because you exactly, yeah. and so uh, when you get into those things, you know, and that's that's the thing uh, about content creation, and so you know that serves in the church world, but it serves also in everything else. If you have a theme, if you have something that uh, sort of can help you coalesce your ideas around, it just serves a great purpose. Mm -hmm. Number two, run a contest or a giveaway. I think that's a really good one, and that's especially helpful for people that are maybe new to creating content um, yes. or they're trying to gain a following, trying yes. to gain an audience. Um, there's a lot of great, you know, um, tips and, and different videos uh, that they'll give you on how to grow different platforms. So if yes. you want to know how to grow a TikTok channel, if you want to know how to grow your YouTube channel, you want to know how to grow a Facebook page, most of them will tell you giveaways are a great way to start uh, gaining followers or getting engagement. Yes. Um, you know, People love giveaways. I myself am not one of those people that will sign up for a giveaway. I'm, I think it's a personality type thing. It is. However, for every me, there's like three of my wives, which will fill out anything that says free giveaway. And she's like, oh, I fine. think you and I both are naturally cynical. Sure. In a lot of ways. Well, I, my brain immediately. <laughs> like, does, what's the angle? <laughs> well, my brain immediately does the statistics where I'm like, I have like a 0.5% chance, 0.0.1 or whatever. And I, yeah. I'm just not interested. But, yeah. you know, it's. It, it works. Well, the thing is, too, uh, if you structure it right, and I agree, I deal with a lot of the same personality types you and I are in our business. In uh, the way I have tried to structure it is do a giveaway that is something that more than one person can participate in. Mm. Like everyone that comes on the webinar tomorrow night or everyone that does this, I'm going to give this. Yeah. And it's got to be something that, number one, you can afford to do, either through money or time. Mm -hmm. But number two, the audience finds value in as well. Mm. I mean, I can give away a thank you for being here, but yeah. that, they find no value in that, right? Yeah. So it's got to be something. It's got to sort of be both in. And uh, one of the things I'm going to be doing in the coming uh, weeks is I'm going to be offering uh, uh you know, some, some free tap card stuff giveaways. I can't give it to everybody, but that's something that I can do. Right. Uh, we have the, um, and you can see some of the, the, the runs, you know, just playing with it. Um, 
you can uh, give away marketing incentives. I've done that, and that's something that has been very, very uh, helpful in my past businesses and stuff like that. Yep. And that's something that our audiences can get and our members can get. But those do work. And but I agree, there is an audience. You have to do it the right way. And and the way I think about it, Reagan, is I try to put myself in the listener. What would someone have to say? to get me to participate that I wouldn't automatically dismiss it. Cause my hope mind goes to what's the angle. Yep. What are you wanting? What's it going to cost me to get this giveaway? Right. Yeah. So my, my language is always, you don't have to buy anything. Everybody that shows up is going to get one. There's no obligation to buy anything. I'm never going to even ask you to, 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 to look, you being here is yeah. the only reason that you get this. It kind of goes back to last week. We talked about it a little bit, but um, one of a great, a great, one of a great, uh, a great way to engage with new audience members or with people in general is to give them value. Yes, it's a good way to sell yourself is by providing. And giveaways something. and contests are fun, and it's a great way of uh, doing that. I yeah. believe. Hosts, uh, ask me anything. Um, live event like a, a live stream mm -hmm. or anything like that or or a blog post like you're talking about something and then said hey ask me anything in the comments below or, or a post that you put on a social media a, mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago i did a, a social media post and saying hey what's the greatest business advice and several people participated in it and created content actually for this show and so that illustrates how content for this show was created by posting something on social media it said what's the greatest business advice you've ever been given hmm. and so several people about five or six business owners came out and said hey and then you know of course greg gave us a bullet point so you know there's several things was you on that show or was that the I one not, okay no. that was the one you were out sick yeah. and river was on that's like you don't remember that that's the reason why. yeah but it's kind of funny because i i had never thought of it this way I know what an AMA is because mm -hmm. they're really popular on Reddit. And typically on Reddit, they have celebrities that come on and say, ask me anything. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they only answer the questions that they want to answer. <laughs> right. <is> understandable. <laughs> right. I, I don't blame them. Right. But um, I never realized you've actually been doing that for years yeah. because the Monday Night Podcast for the longest time was literally, hey, bring your people. Yep. Have them ask any question. Yeah. And for, a, you know, a business opportunity, which this is, and yeah. this kind of space, that's really bold. That's oh not, yeah, that's not a big thing that a lot of people were doing. You typically, when you're dealing with business opportunity people, there can be a little bit of smoke and mirrors. Yeah, well, I, that's the reason I did it yeah. so that they would see that there's there's nothing here that nothing to hide. You know, nothing to hide, and I would be uh, painfully truthful sometimes to these folks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know and it helped and hurt in some ways, but anyway, sure. Uh, run a social media takeover. Mm. Uh, give the keys to someone else to, to special, uh, you mm. know, to show cool. up. So that's, that, cool. that's bold. And, and I think you get, of course, you got to know the person, trust the person, but it allows you, you know, if you can, uh, you know, co-op with another content creator out there in a non-competitive uh, space, I mean, it's got to be mutually beneficial, but it would allow him to tap into your audience and allow you to tap into his audience. Right, or hers. Or hers, yeah. you know, I apologize. I wasn't trying to be sexist no, there. No, sure. I wasn't trying, it's just natural. <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> the, good ones, the good ones make it look easy, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> no, I think that's a, that's a fun one. Um, I've, I've seen a few big Twitter accounts use this before, and it, it is always kind of like cool to see, you know, yeah. another person take over an account. It's, yeah. it's cool. I might let Neil O'Reilly take over sometime. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> see see, see right. what happens, Neil. Right, but no censor. No, <laughs> no, no censor. censor. No, no censor. censor at all. I want it full on Neil. That's right. 
All right. Uh, number five, uh, share curated relevant content. It seems like a no-brainer, but it's it's pretty key. You you want to keep your con your content curated, um, at least a little bit around what you center on. Yeah, you know, if you're a let's say you have a, a a golf course, you're teaching people how to improve their swing, and you you probably don't want to start working on people's jump shot just randomly. No, not randomly, <laughs> not randomly. Well, the other thing is too, it takes. I love the idea of curating content in the fact that it takes the pressure off of you of always being the creator. Yeah, you know, sometimes if I can find an article out there or a video or a podcast or something that is saying what I want to say, but maybe in a, in a fresher, more articulate way, which is not hard to find for me, then boom, I, I can go out there and, and grab it and it helps. So I like that. Yeah. Number six, and I'm doing this more and more and I'm finding the value of it more and more is repurpose your own content. Mm. I really like that. I went back. Uh, one of the things that we do, as you know, is we offer tech bundles to our members, and that's where uh, we go in and set up their website, their blog, their pod, or not their podcast, but their app and everything for them. And in, in that service that we provide our members, mm -hmm. it's me going back and getting a lot of blogs that I've created over the last 14 years and putting it on their website for them, but making them the author. Mm. So it's just a, that way they get a jump start. They got a blog, yeah. they got everything. And that's cool. And as I'm doing that, I'm going back and going, well, dang, that was a pretty good article there. I, you know, I need to, <laughs> and I, I'm sort of pulling some old stuff and putting it in some new yeah. uh, things that we're doing because it was, you know, it was good then and it's still good now. Mm -hmm. So it just needs to be freshened up and repurposed is yeah. all. So that's really good. I like that. Uh, number seven, I'm really big on this. I love this is host a challenge. What, that's, so what's host a challenge? So hosting a challenge would be like, uh, Oh, that's all right. I need to get you a cough button over there. Uh, we're getting over sickness, so I got a yeah. congestion. Sorry about that. Uh, that's all right. Um, it would be like in the um, in the space of business, it could be like a uh, hundred dials on on Tuesday, mm -hmm. and so every Tuesday I post something about uh, you know the a script, and here's what you here's your opening uh, thing that you're going to say, and this is what you're going to do, and then post below your results. Mm. You know, so everybody's doing this challenge and then they're coming back in on the post and saying, okay, I did this and this is how it, you know, I it's just you. a way of keeping people engaged around yeah. this particular challenge mm. or, Hey, uh, I think like Rogan is doing his thing where 500 calories a day for the, for, for all of October, everybody that's in, uh, he's got, you, you've got to do a, a workout that oh. has a minimum of 500 calories, not eating. Eat. I'm sorry, not like, considering. I wasn't clear. Thank you for giving me that look. In my head, it made no, no, sense, no, no. but out of my mouth, what I'm saying, for so okay. they, they've got to work out seven days a week, gotcha. all of October, and that workout has to be a minimum of one hour long. It can go longer, but a minimum of one hour, and you have to burn a minimum of 500 calories. Gotcha. And so that's a challenge they're doing, and they're, they're sort of, uh, they're using the my zone uh, thing to... Uh, Okay. Keep, keep up with all of it. So, That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, but the little things like that, and then you just put social media in the mix of it, or a blog in the mix of it, and right. then all of a sudden it's creating content. Right. So that's how that works. I like that. Number eight, create a how-to or tutorial, which is the driving force of this show. This this one in itself is huge. Um, your whole business is a how-to. <laughs> you you took the thing where you went this is what i'm looking for when you were getting into insurance at least yeah. 
um, noticed that there wasn't really a whole lot of accessible, easily digestible content regarding how to get into insurance, how to sell it, how it breaks down. Yeah. And, and you went out and you, you know, turned a whole business into that. Um, and this is how a lot of businesses get started. Um, Dude, I think how to is one of the strongest ways of building an audience, oh, of creating sure. content. Um, and unfortunately for me, I don't think I'll ever run out of how to's because technology continues to change. And as it changes, I'm constantly having to. Yeah. So. And the thing is, you, it's like a guaranteed way to get people to engage with your content. Yeah, because everybody is, yeah. is constantly looking. I mean, I just bought that. Uh, x tool d1 laser cnc out there you should really set how to on how to set it up and stuff i did <laughs> no i haven't i've been watching it yeah, yeah, yeah and uh what do you think i've been consuming on youtube for the last probably how to set these things how up. to do this mm-hmm. how to do that i'm yeah. specifically wanting to make uh you know these laser cards and stuff like that i i, I never realized but um Hunter actually has a YouTube channel and one of his videos, if it's still up, I don't know if it's still up anymore. He told me this a few months ago, has like 2 million views. Never realized this. All it was, was there was a game that we used to play. Yeah. And in that game they do, you know, rankings if you compete. And so he was doing the math on like, how long is it going to take you to unlock each character if you just play through the game? And so he recorded about 10 minutes of gameplay and then just broke down the math on screen. That video had like <laughs> 2 million views. And it, sh- it goes to show you, though, how-to videos and like tutorial videos yes. that break this stuff. Very, very lucrative, very popular. <laughs> very popular. I'm telling you what. And he made like a couple thousand dollars off that video. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, I bought that that machine out there for a specific purpose for this business yeah that's all i'm interested in well what rabbit hole do you think i have just found myself in (laughs) Mm. because these guys out there are doing all kinds of other things with these and i'm down here i said oh that's how they do etching on uh tumblers Mm. and uh those slate um what do you call it coasters yeah and all of the things that you can customize and put your own branding in your sports team. And <laughs> and so it's just like, but here's the thing that just amazed me was some of it was so simplistic. It just really wasn't rocket science. Right. And the videos, the views that these guys are getting. And so my takeaway was that is I think when you know something, so many of us just take it for granted. We do. You just take it for, well, if I know that, then everybody knows that. And it's just not the case. You, no. Mm-mm. And in today's day and age, you don't have to be the only one that's making no. that because you are different and you might learn differently and, and, and instruct and teach differently than someone else might. Absolutely. And so there is always room for, you there's know. learning styles, yeah. there's personality yeah. types for the most obscure things too. Like oh. I, I had a very specific type of Samsung model, a very yeah. specific TV there. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of them, but like there was like 20 videos on how to repair an led black strip for that <laughs> one freaking TV and every single one of them, like 30,000, 40,000 views. I mean, it just goes to show you that like there's, there's room in the water. There yeah. is room in the water for everybody to jump in and, yeah. and find something. Number nine, celebrate National Whatever Day. <laughs> yeah, that made, I pre-laughed at that because I read it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Well, it's true. It seems like there's a holiday for everything now. There is. And so why not allow it to drive uh, the content creation? 
uh, for you. I think uh, my stuff just came in. Hallelujah. All right. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, Gabby just went to the, yep, she just gave me the thumbs up. So my stuff came in. Uh, number 10, which sounds easy, but it's not from someone who. <laughs> make a meme. Make a meme. I mean, meme. they're out there everywhere, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I, the stuff I find funny, I find no one else does. And the stuff that other people, so it, you know, memes and senses of humor. I mean, God love you if you can do it. Cause I know a lot of people can do it and get away with it. And it just drives all kinds of stuff. But yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. There are very few little memes and funnies that I've made that got any traction. Now that's just me. Yeah. I think part of part of the issue maybe that you would run into is the space that you're in yeah the audience is a little tougher my my sense of humor doesn't fit <laughs> fit the audience maybe maybe not my worldview does sure and everything else but, but I, your humor is probably a little different <laughs> my humor belongs in a different audience sometimes uh number 11 uh give your customers the spotlight and this is this is great stuff and i i can attest that this helps drive traffic it helps create content how many times have we had members on this show that we have interviewed and mm-hmm. and, and co-hosted with us we put them in the spotlight yep uh we've built a family mm-hmm. you know we call it the tw3 family because uh it's a joy of ours to constantly give shout outs to all of our folks around the country yeah and we're actually world now we got daniel's son out there in uh Okinawa, Japan. That's right. Uh, we've got uh, Jeffrey over in um, uh, 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 Wales. I almost said Ireland, mm. but we've got a, a member over there in Wales, and so it's all over the place. Yeah. But uh, it's it's fun to give them shout outs to highlight their business, and it, it creates a, a community for us. Well, I, I think it shows number one that you care. Well, and which we do. And for us, it was kind of a no-brainer because we do. You know, yeah. once we've gotten to know these people, especially for us when we started doing the conferences. Yeah. And when you got to meet the people and you realize like, oh. And how are... special a community this really is. Yeah. It really is a great community because we've got some really good people. Yeah. Uh, number, what am I on, Reagan? 12. 12. I like this one a lot. Well, you, you take this one. Uh, what is this? Number 12, do a this or that poll. So setting up a poll on... You know, now, what link. is a this or that? Because I read that and I was like, what is that? Um, so it's really popular on Twitter um, and it's poo <laughs> uh, poo posting. <laughs> That's typically what it's called. But you set up these little, you know, graphs um, that would be like, you know, if we, if you're taking it professionally, um, what, what our next video, should we do this or this? Oh, or okay, OK. It can be a. You know, we're going to watch a movie this Friday. Uh, here's four movies. You pick the movie that we should watch and we do a review. That, things like that. I got you. I so. got you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I'll try but that. I've never done I've never done that one. The reason that it, it works, it seems like really well, is because you can ask these really generic questions. Like, um, you know, I, like I saw on Twitter, it was really popular for people to be like, you know, Trump's hair. Is it real? Is it fake? Is it a wig? <laughs> the thing is, it doesn't matter. Republican, Democrat. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got an takes, opinion two whole seconds to pick one of those options but it's engagement yeah and so it's a really easy way to get people to now I, the person let's stop right here for just a second because all of this is talking about engagement and creating content that is engaging uh speak to the folks why is it important it's not just vanity but why is it important for mm-hmm. your post to get engagement with I, that's because there's a there's yeah, a yeah, utility yeah. for it it is not just because i know I, I i can hear mm-hmm. some people well, that's great, Terry, but what purpose does it serve? How does it advance my business sure. for uh, me to have all of this engagement over Trump's hair? Sure. 
that's a good distinction you're making too because i didn't even think about that but yeah if you think of it as like the internet as a marketplace yeah. you want people at your booth yeah you want people there you know you don't want to let's say you're running a, a, a pop-up shop in, in a festival you don't want to be in a corner by the bathrooms that nobody sees right right you want to be the guy that people walk by and like, oh look at all these cool things that you got and then they get into your material they get right. into whatever you're selling whatever you're doing it doesn't you don't have to be selling anything but you want to be growing um and know, isn't it true that that's that's exactly right you've yeah. got them into your shop and hopefully by engaging that they might see something else that you want them that you're actually making right. money off of or the purpose but number two you're training that platform's algorithm. What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That well, you're irrelevant. Right. Yeah. And this person likes your stuff. Yeah. So the next time you post something, they'll see it. They'll see it. And it's kind of a, it's, it's a little bit of a snowball effect. The more people that are engaging with it, the more people, the will rich see get it. richer. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, but that's how it <laughs> that's works. That's the way it works. The internet, the way it works is everybody's clicking on it's this. It's not a you, Marxist marketplace, is yeah, it? No, it's, it's really not. That's, it is raw capitalism. <laughs> a lot of socialists on Twitter, but they don't understand why they're popular. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> the irony. The irony is pretty rich. But yeah. All right. Number 13. What is it? Uh, go behind the scenes. Ah, I like this. I like this one a lot. Um, I see a lot of YouTubers do this one. Um, you know, I know, uh, I, there's a few guys I wish they would do more behind the scenes stuff. And for example, I would really think it'd be cool if like Joe Rogan did a, a day in the life of what yes. he does. He's such an interesting guy. You yeah. know, he's, he's doing a lot of stuff. He's involved in a lot of things. And I think he's done like mini episodes where he kind of goes over it. But any, any chance that you can get to open up to your audience, uh, it, most of the time, I'm sure there's examples where it hasn't, but it seems to be good for the business itself. It is. And, you know, what shockingly to me, mm-hmm. and I'm telling in all sincerity, one of the most engaging pieces I've ever created in the last three or four years was not any video of me sitting behind the desk here talking like we're talking now, not me in front of a green screen doing something. Yeah. It was me uh, taking my phone and saying, okay. I'm going to set up this campaign, and while I'm doing it, I'm going to go hit a, a bucket of balls. And then we come back, we'll see what this campaign does. Mm. So I'm just, I set it up, I'm recording myself, I go out to the car, I ride down to the golf course, Yeah. I hit my bucket of balls, I've got the camera there showing my terrible slice that I'm working on. I come back, because the, the reason I did it around golfing theme is because the uh, product or service I was promoting was around golf. Mm. And I came back because the whole thing was how I made $700 a day playing golf. I like that. You know, and so I, I obviously I'm a terrible golfer. Sure. So how can a terrible golfer make $700, like $700 yeah. hitting a bucket of balls? Yeah. And then it had everything to do with RMP stuff. And so, but I got more engagement off of me out of, because I, I left the context of what people are used to seeing me in. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is on a microphone and this, and all of a sudden I'm out on the golf course with a, a, a golf club in my hand doing this, yeah. you know, and maybe people are just amazed I was physical activity because back then it it was amazing. That I think what it really is, <laughs> any chance you can get to show people you are a person, yeah. you're a real person. Um, yeah, it demystifies. Uh, yeah, and a lot of what social media is, I mean, in itself is it's a performance. Yes. You're, you're showing the best of something, and it's not necessarily for a bad thing. It's just right. human nature to, I only see them in this light. And so when you give them that contrast, it's it's better for you. I think so. Some of my be- favorite content, too, is uh, um, that I remember when I was watching people like Cliff. 
before I got to know him as a friend, yeah. I was I was uh, watching him, and my favorite stuff of his was, uh, but because back before we had all this, mm-hmm. and I'm in a walk-in closet talking and just dreaming about having my own podcast, yeah, a big podcast one day. Uh, I'm watching this guy because he's got the big podcast. He is the podcast, right? Podcast answer man. Yeah. And so all of those videos that he made behind the scenes, this is what I'm using to record. Yeah. This is the microphone I'm using. This is how I, pro- you know, yeah. all that behind the scenes, I just geeked out on because, I mean, yeah. that was my thing. I'm in it. You know, and to the average person, that might have been nothing. Sure. But for someone. But something you cared about. But if something you care about, it's just like gamers. If mm-hmm. you're into something, you're into it. You know what my favorite type of basketball videos are? What's that? It's not the highlight videos, even though I love them. It's not the big documentaries and stuff. It's their workout videos. Yeah. I love watching those guys go to work. You like to see the hustle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, you like to or see. Or a musician, you know. You ever see a, a famous musician just practice something? Yes. It's the most joyful thing to, like, witness. It's oh, like, oh. Let me tell you, some of my absolute favorite, favorite content, I even have it saved, is some of these uh and it's, I, I, I'm glad the way, the way they've done it. Songs I grew up with just loving. Mm-hmm. In the last several years, they started popping up on Facebook of the recording sessions of their songs. Oh, that's so cool. Because apparently somebody's wife in the band or somebody had the home video camera in that's there. So cool. And they're just... They're just videoing the whole thing as they're yeah. creating this album that you've grown up with and you just love. And yeah. now, listen, you're singing behind. Holy cow! I, I bet mean, it, yeah, yeah, that's just some of the coolest stuff you'll ever get. You know, get. And yeah. so it's just, it is behind the scenes stuff is just bad to the bone. It is. It's cool if you're into it. What number are we on? Fourteen. Share a milestone. Yeah, and and we you've have been using this one a lot. We've been using this a lot. Yeah, uh, specifically for you. You, I mean, obviously, you're losing weight. Um, yeah, and you've kind of. You did a cool thing, which was you made your goals known before it happened. Yeah, kinda, well, I wanted to be accountable. Exactly. You're holding yourself accountable. But yeah. now it's kind of like everybody gets to share with you a little bit. Yeah. It's not going to mean as much to anyone as it does to you, obviously. But sure. still, there's that, you know, that there's that community like we did it. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. He's not fat. Anymore. He's not fat anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's still ugly, but he's not fat. <laughs> Well, the other thing we do is every July 4th, we celebrate our anniversary and the holiday because we started this podcast on July 4th, mm. 2008 uh, in this business. Um, so we get to do that. And, and I love the fact that it sort of coincides with uh, Independence Day because it just fits our theme. So there's a milestone that yeah. we, we get to share as well in some things. And so there are a few marks that we have along the way that we've been able to create content around. Um, I think having some of my rock and roll heroes on the show was big milestone. That's a huge milestone. That was huge for me, and so we got to celebrate that. So anything like that is really cool. Number 15, share a reading list or playlist. I like this one a lot. I it, This one tends to happen, though, when it's someone you really respect yes. and you really want their opinion on. Yes. Um, so maybe this is one that you use when you have the audience or, or you're in the process of growing it and stuff. But I, I like this one, getting insight into what you know they would recommend. Um, and it doesn't even have to be music or whatever it's just you know well what's your recommendations and there's a financial thing behind this too yeah i mean think about it i know and i'm not gonna call out names because i don't embarrass anybody because it it can take away of this and it's it shouldn't but when people find out hey people are getting paid for that it Mm. takes away the sincerity of it and they're not being insincere because i know these people but I know a few podcasters that all they do is say, hey, today I'm going to be talking about this, this book that I'm just reading. I love this book. And then they'll share a link to it 
in their notes to give it away in the audio yeah. format. And, and that's all affiliate stuff. Yeah. And so they're getting paid for it. But what they're doing, they're marketing effectively. Yeah. People don't realize that, but it's like, it's not just that they're trying to sell it. They read the book, they digested it, then they thought about it. Then well, they you know how it is. Anytime script. you add money to it, some people think, oh, well, they're just... And it, well, be poor and shut up. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I can't say things like that. Well, but I'll put I'm, it on my podcast. There's <laughs> a little irony, I guess. But I, I wouldn't say it. I, I, I would never I, say I'd that. I'd never say that. I would just have a child that would say it for me. Um, <laughs> And that way I go, I can't believe you said Why that. Why would you say that's I'll terrible. put this in the highlights. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, that just, so much more that could be said, but we won't. Oh, come on. No, it's a positive. Come on. It's positive. We're having a good time. Right. Just, you know, there's a lot of rich socialists out there that hate capitalism. It's kind of ironic. Yeah, it is. Uh, the irony is thick. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, tap into a trending topic. Tap into a trending. Well, tell me, what's yeah, an example of that? I mean, this one's a little bit of a no brainer, but like, uh, Let's see. I think a way that this could have been done. Uh, ooh, got louder. I think a way that this. Anytime I solo you out for a second to take, that's what's happening. You're not getting louder. It just sounds like that in your headset. Oh, like, okay, okay. okay. So, uh, <laughs> just to let you know. Noted. Um, I think what could have been. So this is how I would say tapping into a trending topic. Whenever there was that whole Will Smith thing um, where he, you know, smacked Chris Rock. Yes. I think like. You know, uh, there's a bunch of people CPS, that rode, like rode the coat, yeah. yeah, like some of those people should have gotten into it, like with a little bit of a Twitter post or something. I'm yeah. just saying, there's a lot of people that could have come at that from an angle that didn't. I respect that they didn't, but it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, they, they missed them. I mean, there's a lot of people that got in on that bandwagon. <laughs> oh, they really, really did. <laughs> and there are some comedians, uh, that we won't mention names, yeah, but his whole shtick is, is, is it, is this too early? <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's constantly yeah. saying stuff that's so inappropriate. Yeah. Are we know? allowed to joke about this yet? Or? <laughs> I mean, he yeah. literally can't, he got in trouble after nine eleven because of saying something. Gotcha. I mean, that, that's his his that's thing, his thing, you know. But uh, yeah, I, th there's a lot of ways you can do it. It doesn't have to be offensive or anything like doesn't that. Doesn't have but, to be. <laughs> but boy, but boy, but the thing is be. though, most of the things that are trending are typically like at least in today's day and age, they're not positive things. Yeah. If you think about it, like go to well, negative sales, go, go to trending Twitter, like, yeah, yeah, negativity sells. And so typically your trends are going to be more negative, but I'm sure our audience is smart enough to understand. Uh, what yeah. we mean by that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, number 17, show your product in a surprising situation. Yeah. You want to break that down for well, me? Well, I mean, that was one of the ways that's what that golf thing did uh, was okay. it put it, it contextualized what we do. Gotcha. In a way that everybody could grasp. I mean, here's a guy who can't hardly, you know, hit a ball straight making money. And, you, you know, what are you talking about? Uh, keep going and I'll tell you. Okay. But uh, that's that's a way of doing it. And then the you using our tap card to clean your teeth last week. Ah, surprising. That is very surprising. But that's <laughs> another use for the product, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, that, I did that. Yeah, about yeah, that. I, I got you on camera too. I appreciate that. It's nice, gonna, nice. <laughs> got it. No, I uh, this, somebody made a video saying how to make a really good potato salad, uh -huh. and then they went through the whole steps. It was like a thirty second clip, but they cut it, and you know, you see them mixing it and then seasoning and stuff, and then they threw it in the trash. <laughs> so I, just, <laughs> I just thought using a product in a surprising situation. Now, here's the way you uh, consume this. <laughs> That is yeah. funny. That is yeah. funny. Uh, number 18, make a slow-mo video. Never done that. 
There is a channel on I've YouTube. Never done that. And it is one of the biggest channels, and it has been for like a decade, which is really rare for YouTube because typically the way YouTube works is channels grow and then they fall and they grow and then people kind of surpass each other. There's one channel, it's called the Slow Mo Guys. Um, <laughs> the Slow Mo Guys? The Slow Mo Guys. Okay. Uh, it's made by gay, uh, a guy named. Whoop, guy, a, guy named <laughs> a gay guy, okay. <laughs> His name's Gavin. I, oh. I slip of the tongue, <laughs> excuse me. Um, but uh, he started doing that 15 years ago and he worked. Um, on film sets, he would get the slow-mo shots for them. But then he would just take the... He had his own equipment, and he would, like, break an egg. Film it in slow-mo, and it's at 4K, and it looks really nice. When I tell you every single one of these videos at the time got, like, four or five million views, which is huge for that day and age, because not everybody was on YouTube like they are now. Yeah. You can fast-forward 15 years later... 40, 50 million views a video still to this day. One video a week, just doing different things in slow-mo. It's incredibly Is it effective. the aesthetic that, that slow-mo creates that's drawing people? or what? It's not the aesthetic. It's that we, at least until recent history, you have never gotten to see something um, like this before. You know, you've never... So it's seen, a novelty. Yeah, well, yeah. think about it. You've never seen the particles of an egg break in yeah. slow motion and then the yolk fall out or you've never seen a gun go through a water uh, a bullet go through a watermelon and then the okay, watermelon yeah. explode it's yeah. like it's very interesting you know yeah it's sort of like uh and i'm gonna bore everybody to death on this example but it's sort of like why everybody that's really baseball geeks mm -hmm. love playoff season because mlb comes in and they add like a hundred more cameras to the stadium. Mm. There's literally a camera at each base and then they do this slow-mo stuff yeah. and they do it. And so you can see, you can see angles and shots and stuff that you couldn't yeah. see in regular season. So you can geek out on that kind of stuff. I think it's cause we've all got monkey brains. <laughs> Honestly, it's just like, I like it cause it goes slow. It goes slow. It goes I slow. understand what's going on now. It's slow. It look good, but yeah, that's, it's pretty effective. That's and then, pretty in contrast to this number 19, share some wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> to share wisdom okay. well you have to start with what you got yeah and what is wisdom and this is the thing uh and this is uh what is wisdom what's the definition of wisdom wisdom is applied knowledge okay so oh, simple enough you don't have to be uh you don't have to know a lot to be very wise and what i mean by that is let's say for instance and it, I, I can illustrate with this joke okay what's the difference between rock and roll and jazz I don't know what. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There's a few things. Rock and roll is where thousands of people show up to watch a band play three chords. Jazz is where three people show up to watch a band play a thousand chords. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, that's the difference. A um, uh, jazz musician knows a ton, mm. but might not be wise enough how to connect with an audience. Mm-hmm. Because they're over the audience's head. Mm. It's just, and so there's only a few people that can grasp and really appreciate it. Right. Whereas everybody understands three chords and a groove that moves them. Yeah. And therefore, uh, that band Kiss might not know. Gene Simmons probably doesn't know, but G, C, and D. Sure. But he know, he's got the wisdom to how to rearrange. That's what people like. That's what people like. He knows how to merchandise it. Yeah. You know, so wisdom is how to apply what you know. Um, and so you might have shown up with only three things that you know, but if you have wisdom on how to use it, yeah, 
you know, so it's wisdom is applied knowledge. And so mm-hmm. that's why in these higher uh, disciplines and professions like law and medicine, you have to practice. You have to, you have, there's a, you get out, you got your degree, but they just don't turn you loose. You just can't start cutting on people. Sure. You got to work as a resident with people for a while to develop what? Wisdom. Mm-hmm you know, in a philosophical way, but all it is is how do you practically take what you learn intellectually in a textbook and apply it to your fingers? Okay, this is what it feels like when you're touching an aorta or whatever. And then, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's some things yeah. you just can't, You the textbook's not going to be able to tell you until sure. you get there in that situation. It seems that wisdom is typically like learned knowledge or experience knowledge. It's an, there's an experience element yeah. to it. Yeah. 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 So it's apply, and then understanding is the next next level in philosophical terms. There's knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Mm. Uh, knowledge is I know the key C. Mm. Wisdom is um, I know in the key C these three chords uh, will make this song. Mm. So I always tell this joke uh, when I'm illustrating. Uh, what, for instance. Knowledge is what notes go in the key of C. Wisdom is what chords will play another one bites the dust. So I can, you know, put it together. That's wisdom, how to apply this chord. Understanding is when to play another one bites the dust and when not to play. And if you're playing at a funeral, don't play another one bites. (laughs) 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 So that's the difference between wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. You know, I'd actually go to that funeral. That sounds pretty fun. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's a great way of illustrating it anyway. Yeah. No, that's that's a great way to share content. If you've got, if you, no, honestly though, if you've got learned experience and you've got wisdom on something, then you feel like there's not a lot of other people out there. Grab your phone, record a TikTok. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, you never know where that might take you. And don't assume it's simple and it just no one will find value out of. That's the thing. I think, yeah. at least for my, I just. I have let so many things just go by the wayside that I probably should have done, but I'm just like, ah, everybody knows this. No, they don't. No. <laughs> they just don't. They really don't, yeah. Um, number 20 here, showcase user-generated content. I like that one a lot. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do too. I, I've seen a lot of channels that have, not even just channels, but businesses as well, because there was a drum um, instructor that I used to follow, and he would do these uh, Lick Wednesdays and he would break down a lick from all these different artists. Um, but then he would have his, you know, his f- users submit a video of themselves applying the lick to whatever they wanted to. Yeah. And that always was really popular, but it was also really cool to see other people's like interpretations and how they would stagnate some of the nodes or, you know, it was, it was cool. Yeah. So, I and, love that. and you've done this for our business as well, because you've had the, you know, we've had our members come on and give us their experience and tell us what their numbers were for the month. Create and, content. Yeah. And all this other stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah it's, I like that too. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. 21. 21. Share secrets or hacks. I love that kind of content. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. do. Yeah. I love. <laughs> now, some of them are funny, like those life hacks. They're just stupid. Yeah. You know, that's probably what you're thinking yeah, about. That's immediately what I'm thinking of is the dumb, stupid life hacks. Yeah. It's like uh, the one I saw the other day on TikTok, and you can give the serious one, but it was a life hack for how to get free guacamole. <laughs> and then he gets to the thing, he's you give me this guacamole or I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you the ones stuff. I hate. I hate these hack videos 
that they say, okay, I'm going to show you, watch what happens when I do this, this, this hack here. And it, and they just keep elongating something that should only take 10 seconds to do. Yeah. They'll take five minutes and never get to the point. And then yeah. it, I hate, I want to murder <laughs> I, whoever. And I keep watching it, which is what's irritating me. Yeah. Or there's the ones that they do it on purpose to make it as convoluted as possible. So a simple task that wasn't difficult to begin <laughs> yes. with and they made it difficult and it's like a life hack. It's yeah. like, you know how how to uh, just how to, go to A to B. How to open a bag of chips, and they're like cutting it into origami, and then they're fluffing it out, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, see. I a like lot those of too, though. Uh, Twenty-two. Post a recipe. Yeah, I love those. I love those, uh, especially if you are in a certain vein, like if 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 paleo or keto or some sort of unique uh, diet is your thing. Yeah, you know, really, I would tell anybody if you've got something that tastes good in the niche, the dietary niche that you're in, mm. dude, you're gonna get all kinds of traffic. Yeah, true. Because there's true. people like us all the time that's like, okay. We're doing this like this week. We're having because the thing that we're on, they switch it up all the time, so your body doesn't. You know, they've got their own uh, ideas on this. So I'm not. I'm not advocating anything. Everybody do what you want to do, but we switch up every week. Our diet sort of changes. There's uh-huh. some principles around it, but it changes so that our body doesn't adjust. And so when we're in this vein, then we're looking for okay, what tastes good that fits these dietary parameters that we're in. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. like this week was salad week and the only thing we could have is protein and salad or greens, mm. you know, so um, that's all we could have. And so your mother came up with a, <laughs> a soup the other day that, cause we can have proteins, lean protein. So we had chicken and it was a creamy chicken soup. Uh, and it tastes almost like, um, what, what was it? I told her, I said, this almost tastes like Alfredo sauce. I don't know what she put it, but it had no milk, no dairy, no anything, but it, that, that makes me nervous actually. <laughs> no, I mean, it was all natural stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, the blender yeah. and some yeah. olive oil that we can have and okay. something else. I mean, it was all, I mean, legit. I mean, we're not drinking Drano, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you'll have to get but she found it off of uh googling you know yeah uh you know so yeah that's cool yeah sorry no i, I didn't mean to go on a rant no you're good you're good <laughs> uh let's see here lebron's number ask your followers for <laughs> advice well we don't have a zero on here <laughs> that's not his number oh, what's his number 20 he's 23 Actually, he's six now. Sorry. Now we're going on to a real rant. I apologize. Uh, 23, ask your followers for advice. Did he really take 23? He's been 23 forever. Wait. That is Michael Jordan's That's number. why I said why it. Why does the NBA even allow someone? That's why I said it. Because <laughs> I knew it pissed you off. I think that's why they allowed him to have it, too. And honestly, I agree with the decision. They said, it'll piss Terry off. <laughs> There's no justice in this world. <laughs> Well, it's Ask okay. your followers for advice. He switched to six this last season, just a heads up, so it's okay. My, my I want to know from our audience, how do you raise a son in a house that honors the legacy of Michael Jordan? They grow up I'll tell you rebelling exactly. against that. What do you do? What do you do? I, it's so, there's a little psychology. We're going to get away from the asking for advice thing for a second. But <laughs> most of the time, your kids will rebel. It's human nature. I should have right? raised you as a liberal atheist loving my... <laughs> So what you should have done is you should have gone on about how important 
passing the basketball is and high IQ basketball and how being a ball hog is not what's most important. It's about how you grow your team. And then I could have turned around and been like, no, Michael Jordan <laughs> shoot the ball good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I shit. do appreciate your sense of humor yeah. and the way you flip that. I, I do appreciate your game. I don't like where you land, but I like how you get there. <laughs> I respect the game. Uh, Number 24. I think that's Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Yeah, go ahead. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what this means. All right, 25. Did they, did they leave that one by accident? <laughs> Was that an accident? I don't know what that uh, We're derailing. Let's get back on track. 25. Uh, you know what's funny? You're in 24? 25. <laughs> Congratulate someone for an achievement. Hey, congrats on not being fat. Um, <laughs> No, honestly, yeah. uh, the uh, that goes to member highlights and stuff like that. We've yeah. done that for uh, quite a while, and it's it's uh, it builds community, it builds uh, traffic, it shows it shows who we are as people. And I would tell everybody build your culture around celebrating other people's wins and stuff like that and their achievements. Because uh, here's the other thing: who doesn't want to share content about someone bragging about them? Mm. I mean, just think about it from a pure psychological standpoint. Yeah. Because I've always said it's very poor form to talk and brag about yourself. Mm. But I will play on my podcast all day long a list of who's who saying Terry's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Now, sure. I wouldn't say that. I, I wouldn't. I, I'm too <laughs> Yeah. But I'll put it on my... No, I'm kidding. Well, honestly, and I know <clears throat> this is ideas for creating content, but just as a rule of thumb, it is good to compliment others. I think some people... Yes. Um, yes. I think there's a certain mindset uh, that some people have that it's almost like a weakness to compliment other people it, or they see it as a vulnerability if you're willing to pay someone else a compliment. I think some of the most detestable, irritating people to be around are people that can't pay another person a compliment. It really around. is. It's, it is gross. It's gross. <laughs> well, uh, it is, and it's sad. Because yeah. honestly, I think I lack empathy though, so it's gross. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know, I'm, I'm but there are so many people that are just so flipping insecure. Yeah, that the only way that they can overcome that insecurity is constantly uh, boasting themselves up. Yeah, and they can't. Uh, and and what's worse is sometimes this uh, boosting my own ego is not enough. They then have to start tearing the other people down around them. And right. then when you get that type of personality and you put them in some sort of management position, it becomes horrific. And yeah. how many times do you find people in middle management that is just, I mean, that's, it's, it's cliche. It's so, it's so common, but uh, you're right, Reagan. It's uh, I, and I hope that at the end of the day, if there was one thing that people would say about your father is he wanted other people to share the spotlight and he wanted to constantly uh, share um, the wins and celebrate yeah. with other people because, uh, you know, uh, I enjoy immensely seeing other people succeed. And, and I think that's what makes you unique. And I think that's part of what's given me good values growing up is that you have always been a little bit of a hard ass, but yeah. you have always also like appreciated others so while there's you know a little bit of that that brick floor that's like we don't we don't go below this like this is the line this is the standard of what we do right but you're always willing to pay the compliment or give credit where it's due when it's deserved well i hope i hope i've I, that's how i feel yeah. i hope that's no, what's it, it been shows. seen it, it shows it, it's shown because i honestly i 
life is too short and I want to make sure, you know, there's an old saying that says, give people their roses while they're still living, you know? Mm. Um, and we were able to honor someone. I, I don't know if you know this gentleman and I don't want to embarrass anybody, so I'm not going to say any names, but there was a gentleman we found out a few uh, months ago that uh, was just treated horrible by a group of people uh, for standing up doing the right thing. Mm. He did the right thing in a community, in a culture that uh, he said truth. He did it in love. He wasn't trying to hurt, but he didn't go along to get along. He didn't follow the... the he had integrity. Is what he you had mean. integrity, yeah. and because of that, he got persecuted and alienated and excommunicated mm. and treated horrible. Mm. And he's been nothing but a blessing to our church, number one, and more importantly, to our family. Yeah, I mean, he is just, uh, he's encouraged your siblings at times when no one else even knew anything. He would come alongside him and just, hey, I see what you're doing and just want to say, I mean, just always speaking life, encouraging them. Right. And then we find out after he's done this for years, we find out this history and find out that he was even a minister. Mm. And he doesn't, he doesn't walk around calling himself, he don't wear titles. Anything. Right, he's right. just a very humble guy. We find that out. So uh, we met as a group of elders and pastors and said, what would you do? And I said, number one, I think, you know, and Pastor Terry said, we need to do something. And then he put it down. I said, I think we should reaffirm him. Mm. Reaffirm that we recognize that you are this type of person. You're called to this. So we had an ordination service. We honored that man, spoke live, and he got to speak at our church today. Mm. You know, and people didn't, and, and, and around, and known him for years here, 10 years or more at the church, didn't even know he's a ordained minister and all that. And so wow. last week, we ordained him, this week he spoke, and uh, someone was saying that, they was talking about how uh, honoring that was and warm that was and asked about it, and I said, I, you know, I just think, you know, so many times we give eulogies, flowers, and well wishes after people die. Well, that doesn't do them any good after. <laughs> yeah, let's do it while they're still, you know. And so, uh, I hope that I can have done that, and we'll we'll do that, and people recognize that. That's all I'm saying there. So you do. All you right, twenty six. Introduce your team members. Introduce hmm. your team members, which I think is important. And we could, you know, just from a content creation standpoint, you've got clients, you've got team members. You could write a piece, an article every week highlighting someone on your team, highlighting mm. a client. I mean, it's so easy to do. That's one of the things that I, has driven our content to talking about uh, 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 what's, what's her face out in California. My mind's blank now. Tracy, mm. uh, we've, we've highlighted Gary. We've highlighted Chris. We've highlighted Lori. We've highlighted Bobby. We've highlighted so many people over the, the years. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that's important and it helps us create content and it helps. And it's interesting. And it's interesting and it's yeah. something different. And because these are different people from different walks of life, different areas of expertise, doing business differently. Mm -hmm. So it helps me keep from doing what I feel like I've done too much and it's just constantly repeating yourself. Yeah. So I like that. As far as content goes, I don't see it with a lot of other companies. I'm sure they do. But the one I've noticed a lot, I watch these game development videos. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite things that they'll do is they'll go to these different companies and they'll just go throughout the team and see what everybody does. And they'll give like a five minute, like, hey, what does your day-to-day -day look like? 
Ah, so like, that's pretty smart. You, know, you got a yeah, script yeah. writer and he's like, oh yeah, well I'm going through, you know, we got some of these side quests we're trying to wrap up and so I've got to write this stuff for it. And then yeah. they go to the music department. It's like, what are you doing today? It's like, oh, we're trying to build like the final battle music. So this is kind of what the sounds we're working that on. It's very interesting stuff. That's very you know? interesting. And there's uh, content, content, yeah, content. content. Yep. Number 28, tease a product drop or upcoming yeah. release. Skip 27, but we'll do this one. No, I'm sorry. Okay, do a charity drive. 27 is do a charity drive. You hate charity. That's why you skipped it. I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> I, I believe you ought to earn it. <laughs> no, I, you know, there's a couple of things that we promote here at TW3. One is the military ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll have Lisa on once, uh, usually around this time of, of Thanksgiving is when I'll have her. Yeah. You know, because I want to give thanks to our military and stuff like that. So I'll have Lisa on and we'll do a charity there, uh, drive on that. And then we'll do something with either, uh, we have done something with Grace of God. We'll, Grace of God has now moved over to Out of the Ashes. And I had Pat on just a couple of weeks ago, Pat Chamberlain. Mm. So I think that, you know, anytime you can get involved in the community and, mm. and spread goodwill, number one, it helps you create content. Yeah. Number two, it's just good to do. Yeah. And number three, uh, there is a payoff to it. I've got people out there that's promoting uh, my content because it promotes their, their charity and what they're doing. So mm. it's a way of advertising. And so it's a marketing piece for them. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why we see billionaires all the time kind of get involved with charities and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's goodwill, but also, you know, it's, it's good all around. It yeah. helps everyone. It really does. It does. I mean, it's just, and there's nothing wrong with being helped by So long as the funds are actually going to the Absolutely. The there's nothing wrong by, there. <laughs> by doing well for doing well. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, back to 28, tease a product drop or upcoming release. Yes. Yeah. So uh, coming up next week, we will have the metal tap cards uh, available. <laughs> and so tune in. So And we'll, yeah. might, we'll be doing some giveaways on that as well. We'll do some free upgrades. You buy a tap card and we'll give you a metal upgrade for free uh, for that coming up. So go to terrywilson3.com slash tap card if you want to take advantage of that wilson3.com slash tap cart see we do it all the time and i'll be creating content around this yeah and now that i said that on the podcast all i have to do is exegete this one particular thing and that'll be <laughs> there's a little tip for all you guys you know yeah so now i don't have to go back and re-record it yeah. it's, it's not me being smart it's me being lazy is what that is about sometimes they're the same yeah well yeah that's true bill gates said he'd rather find a guy that can do the job quickly because he'll find the fastest way to do it you know or true he'd rather hire a lazy guy because he'll find the fast way to get a task done. well you will find efficiencies that's yeah. true 29 and finally and i'll give a, a member highlight uh matthew fox over at true power member of ours hmm. yes he does this better than anybody i know oh really and that is he brags about the reviews clients are giving him. So what happens is every time a client gives him a positive review and he gets tons of them because what is he doing? He's saving people power. Yep. He's showing them how, because energy prices have gone through the roof and he's got a way of showing people and it's not solar. Oh, some of it might be, but he's a way of, uh, I don't know it and I don't speak out of turn. We but don't want to butcher his product. I don't want to butcher his product, it. but he gets in the volve with the weeds and the billing and all of that other right. stuff and shows the inefficiencies. And he really goes to work and helps people save money on their energy. And because he does that and does such a great job of doing it, he, a lot of reviews. he gets a lot of reviews and, and those reviews drives his content creation. Yep. You know, Joe Blow from Idaho Mm -hmm. just left us this review about the money we were able to save him. And then Joe Blow sitting there going, man, 
you know, Matt and true power just saved me 50% on yeah. my power consumption. So he doesn't have to say what my product to do. He doesn't have to talk about the, you know, all that. He's letting this review of this guy. And so it is just a very. Well, once again, it's a win all around because number one, he's proving that, hey, thing works. Yes. You know, product and work. What I'm doing works. And he didn't have to say it. He's not having to say it. And then more people are saying it and that adds validity. Yeah. So. so it's just a good job out there, Matt. I mean, that's just, we're learning from you, brother. Yeah. So that's good stuff. So I hope, uh, Reagan, I thought that was a great list. I hope so. I, yeah, I hope, I hope the audience liked it. I hope they did too. Hey, if you've got an idea or you've got some suggestions on how uh, our members and clients and people that listen to this podcast could uh, grow their content and we skip something that you do, we would love for you to share that. Share it in the comment sections below here if you're listening to the podcast on the website. If you're over on Spotify, Pocket Cast, iTunes, or something like that, then go to terrywilson3.com slash 538. Uh, that's where this podcast is actually at. terrywilson3.com slash 538. Put it in the comment section. Say, hey, here's something that's working for me. Because I'll tell you what it does. Number one, it adds value to our community, which we thank you for doing that if you'd be willing to do it. But number two, your name, email address, and business will be promoted on our website as well. So it allows you, by giving good content, if you give value into the system, the system is going to be linking back to you to give value as well. So that's awesome. something that uh, I haven't been doing. I haven't been uh, – we, we do that. We've been doing it. Sure. We just don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And that's a little, little known hack that some of my top performing – uh, and producing agents do they they engage a lot with me on social media mm. and on our podcast because they get the benefits of all those backlinks sure so uh yeah, you want to open that up to everybody if you've got value and you've got a hack and you've got something that says hey here's one of the things that sort of drives my content that i'm able to do our community i everyone that listens and reads our podcast and reads the notes here will get value out of it but you'll be getting value back as well so, Reagan, what have you got coming up and going on? Um, we've got a lot of, uh, what's the polite, what commitments? We've got a lot of commitments we got to do. We and are so, obligated at the wazoo. Yeah, yeah. So, got to make it through October because my next four weeks are kind of booked up with different stuff. And then we're going on vacation. Yeah, way. Well, hey, we got the cruise coming up. Yeah, so, I'm excited about that. I that's, too. Towards the end of all that stuff. I am but. true. Well, look what came in the mail for me. Now, this right here is like. What is this? See, your age group don't get this. I don't. It looks like a magazine or but a catalog. Back when I was a kid coming up, the greatest thing that you would get before Christmas, about two, three months out before Christmas, is Sears would send out their Sears catalog. I do remember that because I stopped doing that around seven or eight because there was no use for it anymore. But well, you know, yes, there's the internet. Yes, you can always go. No, on. I'm just saying, but I, I do know what you're talking about because you would take a highlighter. And but then this you, is my uh, pro gear from Sweetwater. And so all my toys that I would like to lust over and just like, oh, man, I'd love to have that microphone. on. Look at that preamp. Look at those monitors. Because I'm thinking about getting some near-field monitors and putting up here in the studio. Some some what monitors? Near-field monitors. What are those? Those uh, are... Uh, I think I know what a monitor is. Yeah. The, the difference between uh, speakers that you just put up to go listen to music and mm. actual monitors is they're flat. So what you do is you you tune your monitors to the room. There's a way of tuning it so that there's no one frequency mm. that is hotter than it actually is on tape or digital now. 
is so that you can mix. Okay. So I know what I hear here is actually what's on tape because the difference between monitors and like our home studio mm-hmm. or stereo system out there for the t- that that speaker system is made to embellish the sound to make it sound as good as possible right. to really make the highs crisp, the subs and everything like that. You do not want that, and that's the biggest mistake a lot of newbies make when they are trying to record something mm-hmm. is they're getting a false sense of actually what's on here mm. because your 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 high-end stereo system is yeah. making it sound good you want your uh your monitors to be flat and okay. other, in other words what you hear is actually what's on tape gotcha so that if you need to make adjustments you can do so yeah i okay yeah that makes sense i i remember when you were recording something years ago you gave me um what i understood as just a really pardon the language but shitty pair of headphones because i was like this sounds awful and you were like no they're that's what it's supposed to sound like yeah <laughs> i was the, like why would it doesn't sound good though you're like yeah but you hear it you can hear it because you, it's not embellished by anything you don't want anything embellished which it, it blew my brain i was like oh yeah like no that that makes total sense you don't actually. want it to color you don't want it <laughs> yeah. to color the sound yeah it's two different you, you like it when i'm wanting to just listen to music to enjoy music right I'll have a sound a pair of Bose, yeah, or my AirPods or something yeah. that just colors it and embellishes it and just blah, 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 you know, yeah. But when I'm mixing, mm-hmm. when you're creating, when I'm creating, yeah, what's actually there, yeah, you mm. know, so a little music lesson for everybody, I guess. Yeah, yeah, a little extra value <laughs> for those who tuned in late. But yeah, that came in, so I'm excited That's about cool. that, and I've got the. You got anything highlighted that you're planning on picking up? I well just the monitors just the monitors just the monitors is the only thing I'm thinking about but mm-hmm. you know I'm not committed to it yet see there's a nice DW on the on the cover there yeah that, that, a got, the, I can't. that well that's the Roland kit there okay see Roland has gotten smart in the fact that they realize drummers like you don't like uh, <laughs> River that's Tech. an electric kit that is electric kit oh my gosh what I would have killed to have this when I was when I had a drum set, well, they have re- they have finally come to the point where they know that they realize that those little thin it's pads gotta feel like a real kit. See, I feel like that's a huge thing that people don't think about, or at least musicians that like. I would talk to guitar players, and I would talk to you know people that would play piano, and I would talk to vocalists and stuff, and it was like there was nothing. There is a difference between like an electric guitar and acoustic guitar. There's a feel, sure. but at the end of the day, strings. Yeah, yeah. you know. When you go to sit down on an electric kit, it's like nothing else in the fact that it's like there's the feedback when you hit the pad doesn't oh, yeah. feel the same as a snare. The the hi hats that you would hit that are not, yeah. they're plastic with rubber over it yeah. feels completely different. And so you may get and even the distance the distance thing is what always threw me off because when you're playing on a real kit it's big like you've got to open your legs so the snare can fit you've got to stretch. If you're playing on an electric kit, everything's like right here. It's very small. It's yeah. very easy. And you can get used to practicing on this little thing, but it's kind of like going from like a kid toy it is. to the, the big thing. Well, think about it. If you grew up playing a real grand piano yeah, and then someone put you on this little Casio with yeah. keys or this and they're yeah. plastic and they don't give you the... Yeah. It's this. And I had a nice electric kit too. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't a cheap kit, but... Well, you had the Alesis, I think, which was, mm-hmm. was a nice kit. It was, but it's just... It, there's something about it the, just the, didn't give you the feet well the technology yeah. wasn't there but uh yeah so yeah. i love that that's that's really cool yeah I love so that they're doing that i still want to do the studio downstairs when things we should yeah yeah 
we'll be able to do that and get get the rest. We, we got it down there. We just don't have it fully equipped. Right. So that's our next project. I think. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope we, you enjoyed episode 538. Uh, if you did, give us some feedback. Let us know. And do share your, your hacks, your comments, and uh, things there in the uh, comment section. And we will see you next week on episode 539. Don't know what we're talking about yet. <laughs> we'll get to it when we get to it. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 